Welcome to Dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And today we're discussing 2004's Hellbent, directed by Paul Etheridge and starring Dylan Fergus and Brian Kirkwood. But before we do that, let's talk about what we've been watching. Dave, what have you been watching? Um, I, I saw The Greasy Strangler. Um, nice. Yeah. You, you ever see The Greasy Strangler? I haven't seen it. Okay. I've heard a lot about it. It's it's one of these things where I don't know if I if I want people to see this or not. I don't yeah. know if I would recommend it or not. It's just a, like a, a real curiosity that exists. Yeah. And the one thing I'll say is that like, <laughs> I, 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 there, there's provocative movies, and then there's like the Greasy Strangler, where, where you just kind of like watching it in disbelief for half of it, going, "Oh my lord, they're not going. Oh my god, they went there." Yeah. You know, and like, there's not enough movies like this, obviously, but. Uh, you know, I still am on the fence of whether or not people should see it or not. So make up your own mind and check it out. I feel like I've been on that fence for many years. Yeah. And based on your recommendation, I probably will never hop that fence. That's that's, that's fine. Yeah. If you if you went the rest of your life, I mean, like think think of what a, what a gift cinema is and how short our life is. You know, we should probably fill it with with only good stuff. You know. Yes. Yes. The clean strangler. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> um, I watched. Knock at the Cabin, the new M. Night Shyamalan movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, starring Dave Bautista. I don't know if people out there know about this movie or not, but it's, uh, they come to this cabin and they're going to, I don't know, you think they're going to come kill people in this cabin, but it's a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. Bautista's great in it, but the movie, just like a lot of Shyamalan's movies, you can give or take. Yeah. You know? Right. It's good. It kind of falls apart a little. I don't know. Right. I enjoyed it. I don't know if I'll ever rewatch it again. I'm trying to be vague. I'm not like saying much about it because, you know, his movies are twisty and stuff there's they're so, full of spoilers all yeah, over, yeah so like the trailer probably spoiled it for you guys but yeah i would recommend it if you like his stuff you'll you'll probably enjoy it so i haven't seen the film but i'll, I'll give a lukewarm take about something related okay. to it i okay. think dave bautista might be the best wrestler turned actor i think he is too yeah he's great in this movie actually he's, he's like, really good he's a true i mean like from the from the time he was in the, that james <clears throat> bond movie he was like wow this guy's a real screen yeah. presence and he's not just um, I mean, he, he gives great performances and everything he's in, yeah. and he does small roles too, like the in the Blade Runner film. Yeah. Um, you know, he's he's a real actor, and he in this movie it's against type, really. He's very, you know, he's hu- a huge presence on the screen, but right. he's very like soft spoken and intelligent, but, uh, careful. Excellent. Yes. Like, yeah, he's really good in this movie. Cool. And I didn't even know this going into it, but there's a, a gay couple in it that okay. they're like two of the main characters, and um, they're both actually casted as gay actors and you know it's real gay actors playing. oh gay okay characters. that's great so, kind of fits in with the theme here of pride month nice wonderful unlike this movie hellbent <laughs> yes so why don't you give everyone a synopsis sure um so this is uh, an independent horror movie um about a group of friends who go to this costumed halloween festival in west hollywood and because this party is so massive and alive um, it provides the perfect cover for this psychotic killer who decides to prey upon the group of friends. Uh, so join us here for a night on the town. Um, <laughs> Go this, to the carnival. Exactly. <laughs> so um, I mentioned it's independent. This is really, really independent. It's a shoestring budget. Yes. Definitely. And I used to think that digital video looked nice. Yeah. You know, I remember when it first came around, like when I saw Spike Lee's Bamboozled, I was like, oh, wow, this is a different kind of aesthetic. But man, time has has done a lot of things to me. Um, and <laughs> this in in the case of digital video, I, I watch it and I just I, I might as well just say it right at the top. This movie is dingy. It is. You know, it's ugly. Yes. I don't know if that's intentional because it's supposed to be a slasher movie. I don't think it is. Me I, I, I think it's just. I think it's just the medium. You know, um, it's it's the um, it's the tools that were used because it seems to like like this format seems to like register um, gestures and movements that film doesn't, mm-hmm. and it almost like veers into uncanny valley. Um, and it, it looks like nineteen like late nineties porno movies. <laughs> You know, it kind of does have that look to it yeah. a little bit. Yeah. If you watch Pirates from like 1998 <laughs> uh, or like syndicated TV from around that time too, like Briscoe County Jr. and uh, the, the 
Xena oh, and man. and all that crap. I mean, it looks kind of like that too, where it's there, there, there's something yeah. um, otherworldly about the the way images register in this format. Those were some awesome pulls, Xena and Briscoe County Senior. <laughs> yes, did. thank you. But you're spot on. That is kind of how this looks. Right. Um, it was produced around close to the time when those were around. Yeah. So I mean, maybe the same techniques and things were used. Right. So. But yeah, I'm um, definitely low budget, and they didn't have much money making this. You yeah. Kind of tell. Right. Uh, but to be fair, like I think it doesn't look like crap. Like, okay. Like this. The locations, you know, and like the sets, everything looks okay. True. Like it's not super bad. No. But the overall image quality, yeah, it's a little subpar. Exactly. Because like whenever there's a, whenever you have, um, when, when the editing is kind of choppy, like that's when I really start to get a little queasy from the, from the moving image, image, Mm -hmm. images I'm seeing. Um, cause I, I, and I think that that's the reason is because of the, uh, the digital video, obviously Mm -hmm. there's like almost like, uh trail a trail behind stuff mm. like um, um uh, tracers yeah. like the frame of what was there before there, there's something like sort of like uh, uh yeah like that movement is visible yeah. yeah there's like a dylan fergus shaped puff of smoke <laughs> still standing there from when it was just in the previous it's shot you know effects. right it's really it cool really fucking no. weird you know and <laughs> And I will not say anything more about digital video on the rest of this show. I promise everybody, <laughs> but just I wanted to get that out there because that, it was it was really on my mind the whole time I was watching it. Yeah. Um, so the movie kicks off with two guys in a car getting down, like you do with a horror movie. Yeah, of course. Um, the, this movie it's full of it's it's trope filled, it's conventional. Yeah. Uh, the structure of the story is you've seen it a thousand times. the The spin is it's a gay horror movie. Right. That's that's what they add on top of this. Um, and I'll just come out right away like some of this movie works and some of it doesn't. Oh, yeah, of course. I think when you're using conventions and tropes like this, you have to add something special to it. And just adding that it's a gay horror movie wasn't enough to make it like a great movie, you know? No, it, it certainly the doesn't. The script doesn't have that extra thing you need. No, it, it gives you like some, some – uh, it gives you a new – angle you know yeah um and a new delivery system yeah um but like yeah it's it's just it's not enough to like make it uh truly memorable probably exactly it's like i know what you did last summer four or some crap yeah i know you you know what's happening yeah you use (laughs) you you said conventional and yeah it's it's like i mean they 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 use every stereotype you can imagine every cliche in the book is 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 there yes it is now, any, now, now let's get back to what I was saying about the, the intro. Yes. We keep going on these little tangents about uh, production and, you know, well, behind I, the scenes. Be, because we're, yeah. we're, we're film critics. Yes. Uh, you know, we're, we don't get paid for it, unfortunately. <laughs> but but we, we do fancy ourselves critics. That's so we true. go on these divergent, you know, paths. But anyway, these guys are in the car having sex and a killer comes and kills them. Yeah. That's that's what happens. And, and the, the, the <laughs> killing... <laughs> Uh, one, one, I'll, I'll give this scene a little bit of credit. Um, yeah, I do enjoy this one. When the guys start to get down, there's a really bizarre thing of, of the balloons in the car. Yeah. Um, that are getting in the guy's way. Yeah. Um, and when they finally figure out the balloon, uh, solution, um, they, they, they begin to undress. (laughs) The balloon solution! (laughs) Yes, I couldn't think of anything else to call. Yes, but they do need a balloon solution. sequel to the peanut butter solution. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Um, Yeah, so they're in the car. They've got tons of giant balloons. Right. You know, helium-filled balloons. Right. And they're in the way. And so the fin- finally, the one guy takes his shirt off, and he he sticks his torso out the window to like give themselves some room. Yeah, and and it's a pretty good idea. Okay, it's a great idea. Yeah, sure. Okay, uh, I, you want to? Uh, I'm gonna get blown now, big, and there's I'm room gonna, to do it. I'm gonna try that if I'm ever in that situation. Nice. I'm gonna try the window technique. Exactly. Rip your shirt off and <laughs> and stick your torso out there. Yep. And and it gives everybody some uh you know some it gives them room to maneuver, uh-huh. and then the killer creeps up on them and it's nighttime mm-hmm. and he's armed with a sickle yeah which um i was kind of impressed by that particular um weapon of choice you know yeah and it's a clean head lopping he loses his head while getting head yes <laughs> like the- i hadn't made that connection until just now well, wow you're welcome thank you yeah <laughs> dudes on movies dropping knowledge <laughs> yes exactly um, so yeah, he like just completely decapitates this dude. Right. And the guy in the car, uh, the balloons, you know, they're there for a reason. Yeah, He's exactly. Like, they're obscuring his vision. Yeah. You know? So they're not just there for no reason. Um, so 
kind of smart on the script there, but um, he doesn't see what happens, and right. then all of a sudden he realizes uh, the guy's head's cut off, and then the killer, you know, comes after him. Right. And then it smashes into the credits. And he he met, he met his end like in the same way. I mean, like he we, we see later that he was also decapitated, but for some reason they didn't bother to like really um, focus on it the way they did with the the guy who was being filleted. Yeah, they just. It's fine. You know, I, li- I actually like how it doesn't show it and then it kind of cuts to this, you know, punk rock credits and stuff. Yeah. Texas Terry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm glad you got... Okay, Texas Terry. Yeah, the the, the opening theme for this movie fucking whips ass, dude. It's awesome. Man, I, I, I really like that song. They used it on the end credits, too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Texas Terry. Not bad at all. And she's in the movie, too. She's in the tattoo parlor. She's the, like, receptionist. Is that her? That's Texas Terry. Oh, dude. nice, yeah. man. Well, yeah, she's got a set of pipes, and this is a great song. Dude, um, and the music in this movie, I love it. I know. Like this, and then like Nickname is like fucking rocking out <laughs> in the middle of it. It's awesome. It's just like hard rock, punk rock soundtrack. It introduced me to a new genre of music that I should have been aware of. And yeah. I was like, where have you been for the last 20 years, Dave? Well, probably not listening to Queercore. Yeah. And, and yeah, I should have been because it's pretty damn it's badass. Red. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, now we get introduced to our main character here, Eddie. He's working at the police station, printing out mugshots to go jerk off to, I think. (laughs) At least that's what his sister (laughs) says. And it reminded me of Dexter and Deb Morgan. Yes! You know? Exactly! (laughs) Especially, like, in season one of Dexter when, like, Deb is still in uniform. Uh Like, and, and, yeah, uh... Eddie's sister walks up and starts giving him shit about like printing mug shots for jerk off material. Um... And you know she's like not even in this movie. That I know the sister. Like they kind of set it up like she's going to be a character, and she's in two scenes. Like special attention is paid to their having like a really like po- a good relationship. To the fact that they're brother and sister. Exactly. They're, they're both yeah. cops, and they're best friends. Yeah. And and yeah, yeah, thinking that like at some point she's going to come under like she's going to have to be saved by the, from the killer or something like that. No, she's in this scene. That would have like, been great, scene. wouldn't it? I mean, God. It, this I, movie lacks so much. I know, I know. Um, I guess really the, the the strong relationships that are portrayed are, are between Eddie and his friends. So, and that is excellent. Yes. I really love that stuff. Yeah. The worst stuff in the movie is the horror movie stuff. I know, <laughs> the you're right. is the worst thing about this movie. You're right, because actually these guys are all like such a good hang, you know? Yeah, dude, like the movie does an awesome job showing how fun this is. Yes. They're you go out with your friends to the Halloween party? Come it, on, man. It looks really... In West Hollywood? It's so inviting and yeah. like it, it's it's a sexy atmosphere. There's fucking guys riding motorcycles with skeleton masks. Oh Dude. man. And and that one guy at the festival who has this um like a like a uh, it almost looks like the 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 grandpa on uh, Texas Chainsaw, yeah. and like it starts to fill with blood. Yeah, um, and he's oh, just it looks so fun. And as like, man, that guy like went to Tom Savini lengths <laughs> for that costume, <laughs> right. and like, man, They're so in Hollywood, cool. Man. Yeah, why not? Yeah, exactly. All these costumes are elaborate. Pretty elaborate, That's right? Where all the budget went. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's true, uh, <laughs> but yeah, you're right. That 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 the the non horror stuff is the richest <laughs> and best part of the film. It is. <laughs> so apparently, they ask him Eddie to go, um, played by Dylan Fergus. Eddie's like our main character. Yeah. He's our final girl trope. Yes, exactly. Um, so he has to pace the town with flyers about the murder, and he meets Jake at a tattoo parlor, uh, played by Brian Kirkwood. So he's the other. He's not like the main character, but he kind of he's the other final guy in the movie too. Yeah, and he's he's and like Eddie looks at Eddie takes one look at him and falls in love pretty much. Yeah, he's kind of the object of desire, you yeah. know, the, yeah. the temptation. Because he's shirtless standing outside the tattoo parlor yeah. having a smoke and um he goes back in and Eddie is canvassing the neighborhood like passing out flyers to to like warn people about the killer. Yeah. Um, cause the, the police bought, the police chief had told him to do this and he goes in there to the tattoo shop and starts, um, like staring at, at Jake. He's gawking. Yes. <laughs> um, like full on being kind of a real creep about things. Yes, he is. And, uh, at one point there's this shot of like the, the tattoo artist. He's, he's like, Jake is, uh, sitting like Jonathan Frakes at a, a yeah, on a chair yeah, yeah. and, um, like <laughs> they're, they're tattooing his back and, <laughs> 
and blood starts to drip down. Yeah. And it goes down the back in a real kind of sexy way yeah, like, until, mm-hmm. you know, it gets to like the, the, the butt crack there. And the guy finally like, you know, and uh, Eddie is watching this blood trickle mm-hmm. down this guy's back. And like, it's a... It is sexy. It's a cool thing. Yeah, yeah it really, it really is effective. Mm-hmm. The, my only issue is, is that like no tattoo artist would let that happen. I don't think. Probably not. Um, you, you don't let blood get that far down someone's body before you sop it up. Oh, maybe I don't know. This guy sucks. Maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe this guy's real Texas amateur. Terry should be there. You're Tech. right. I mean, exactly. she's there, but she's not watching the situation. She needs to make sure this guy's doing his job. Right I know now, Texas Terry can be trusted for a lot of things, and, and and they need to like utilize her talents. Exactly. Why isn't she singing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, we're we're just keep going on tangents because <laughs> there's not much here. Well, because really, I mean, and saying. I I knew that's what was, this movie was going to be yeah. because this I episode was going to be yeah. Uh, um, honestly though, like okay, so I've seen it twice now. It was better the second time, I think. Okay, but I still don't love it. Well, I was um, I this is my first time seeing it, and I remember when I sat down to watch it. It was one of those times where I'd had a rough day at work, mm-hmm. and I I was thinking, oh my god, I gotta sit down and watch this 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 movie I've never yeah. heard of, and uh, of who are these who are these randos? I don't even know who these guys are. Yeah, right. And I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah. I still don't like you said. I still don't think it's a it's a great movie, obviously. Yeah. But I I was not it, in a mood to watch it, and I still kind of like was. I was surprised at how much I got out of it. I think it's because hanging with these characters. I know. know. It's fun. Yes. It reminds me of like like Days and Confused, how everyone's yeah. just hanging out and you're part of it. Like I, I felt like that. And because it takes place over one evening kind of too. Yeah. Um it, it's got that same feeling and yeah, it, and there, there's a real sense of camaraderie among the friends. I mean, they they obviously really adore each other and you can tell even if they don't go back a ways, they really have uh, a strong bond. Right, yeah. You know. Um so, yeah. Yeah, we I mean we meet the rest of the characters after this. You get Chaz, who's his roommate, I yeah. guess. And they're all his roommates. Oh uh, yeah, I guess they all live yeah. together. Joey and Toby and Chaz, they all live there. Yeah, Chaz is kind of like if we're talking about tropes here, I guess he's like the promiscuous one. Yeah, he's the hedonist. And uh and he's like kind of the leader of the group in a way. Yeah. Like he's always in charge. He's a real alpha type. He's, yeah, definitely alpha's the perfect way to put it. Right. Um, and then Toby's like a, the jock, I guess. Yeah. He's the underwear model. I've never seen a squarer jaw than this dude. Oh my God, I know. I mean, it's like <laughs> you could just cut glass with that thing. And he shows up in that drag and he's like in that doorway. Yes. Oh, and, I and love that shot. Man. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it, that's a nice shot. Yeah. And this guy in drag looks fantastic. He does. I mean, he really pulls this thing he's off. He's even drawn the eyes of straight men. Oh my God. Yeah, because yeah, he looks like Liz Taylor with violet eyes yeah. and everything. I mean, he's it's looking, really something. He's looking good. Yeah. Um, um, and then who's the last one? Joey? Joey, yeah. Joey's kind of just, I, I, he's like the meek guy. Yeah. I don't know. He still looks good with no shirt, but you can tell he doesn't, he doesn't work, work out, out like the other yeah. guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's just got a flat stomach, and, th- and that that's his appeal. And he's kind of an everyman type, and like, I don't know. They're, they're, he's, he's a hopeless romantic. Exactly. Kind of, yeah. And he's probably the guy I'd most want to hang out with. Me too. He's my favorite, actually. Yeah. I think it's probably because he's... He's not this like peak physical person. Like, yes. He seems more like a, a, an everyman. Like exactly, like we're saying. Like, yeah, I, I just think he'd be awesome to hang out with. I bet he played a lot of Street Fighter too, and he could probably like <laughs> yeah, want to sit dude. down and just have a he real could fucking kick my ass. Exactly. Yes, yeah. totally. You'd have a six hour sesh with this dude. Even if I'm Dalsum, I couldn't beat him. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he could probably beat the game with E Honda, dude. You well, know the, the, the chop man. <laughs> it's like invincible, right? Uh, so yeah, they all meet up together and they they're in their costumes and they go. By the way, Eddie's wearing his dad's old police uniform. Yeah, and it's like a sexy cop spirit Halloween. Costume. I mean, I know this is like hot cops from Arrested Development. Well, dude, you know? they get <laughs> hot cops. It's exactly <laughs> hot cops. And when he's handing out the flyers, it's like a sexy montage. Yes, it is. I, it's awesome. It, it's but. cool, but like when, when I mean, he has a weird job at the because he has an unspecified status at the police station. Yeah, he's like an admin or something. Yeah, because he was he was supposed to be a cop, but then there was some accident that happened during his training. But he still had his dad's uniform. Yeah, who presumably is deceased, and his dad, I guess, was a sexy cop. <laughs> <laughs> what is the, you know? I mean, the whole family, sexy cops. I know, man. exactly, because the, 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 the sister looks good, too. I know, yeah. The, the, the whole <laughs> dead dad cop, I guess. I guess he's dead. Uh, yeah. They don't say anything, but you can assume. Yeah. Uh, 
But that goes no. That has nothing to do with anything either. It like, doesn't. And he, he he has like a um he has a real obviously like kind of fake like uh, yeah. like he said uh spirit Halloween store badge. I guess he doesn't wear the real badge because I guess that's illegal. Yeah. Oh yeah, because so, he'd be impersonating. And he doesn't bring the gun with him. Right. I mean, so yeah. Right. Uh, so they just keep him around to like print off mug shots. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. Right. He's he's the <laughs> admin exactly. Yeah. Um and. And and they show him crime scene photos too because he he's he's got access to those. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it it's a it's a weird like uh role he's carved out for himself. He's as almost police. going full Dexter. He's he's got like decapitated people photos. He's watching blood drip down that guy's back. I know, like, man. I, Dexter kind did he, they crib from this thing because it came it's uh, around the same time. I mean, geez. Uh. I, Wow. Yeah, there, there is. He's yeah. not He's not specifically a blood spatter expert, but he is into blood, maybe, certainly. Maybe the killer is Dexter. It's a cross universe, man. <sighs> Are you talking about that? That's Michael C. Hall in yeah, that Michael devil C. mask? Michael C. Hall is playing Hellbent. <laughs> <Yeah. Yes. laughs> there you go. Right? <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh... I guess you've cracked it. Yeah, that's the secret to the movie. <laughs> right. Um, but the four friends do go, and, and they, they, they leave the coffee house where Joey works, and they're in their costumes, and they're going to the yeah. West Hollywood thing. Yeah. And and they encounter Hellbent <laughs> in the ramble. <laughs> Because they they stop in the in the Die Hard kills that guy. Yes, exactly. And when Wall Street gets indicted, you know, <laughs> um, there was a. Uh, they, they 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 park the car they park their jeep like in the same area that like the the original murder happened yeah chaz pulls up he's like this is where they were murdered yes and then eddie goes and tells the story of like what happened he's like i saw the photos man and they were completely cut off and he was under the car and he couldn't they had to pry his fingers open to get him off the axle like he's telling it like a a, a campfire ghost story he is yes very much not so. like something that happened last night <laughs> in your own backyard i know i know and joey's the only one who reacts appropriately to this you're right like, he's, he's actually like he's really scared yeah he's like dude what are we doing here why are you joking about this right why are we here right <laughs> and then he breaks character and decides to, like, freak out Toby. Yeah, you get, like, a quote-unquote jump scare. Yeah. it's not really scary, but he, like, grabs Toby from behind on the throat like he's a killer. Right, yes. And then everyone laughs and has a great time. And I've, I, I've never, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like you said, it's a kid's character. It's out of nowhere. It, it's dumb. But, and, like, it seems fun to be there. Like, I would, oh, want, yeah, I would exactly. want to be there hanging with this. It'd be fun. And this this scene, like, that that particular moment has um, a, another kind of funny filmmaking um, aspect <laughs> where I've never seen a jump scare telegraphed more than this one. Yeah. Because the way the shot is framed, um, <laughs> it looks like Mark Borchardt's mom was filming it. Like, to- <laughs> Toby is... <laughs> Is like way over on the right of the frame. So much open space. <laughs> exactly. You're just looking at. They keep cutting to it. You're like, okay, something's gonna be filling that space in about five seconds. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. there it is. You know. Uh huh. <laughs> and like, are, and about Joey, like, why are they so worried about Joey all the time? I think because he's like small and uh, innocent and kind of like we, we talked about him being the everyman. He's not really very worldly. And I think in that arena yeah. of, of like thousands of people, he, he might get uh, not trampled, but, um, you Taking know, like, advantage of a yeah, bit. exactly. Yeah, you know, that's true. Um, he's yeah. So he's kind of like always their little brother. I think he actually is Eddie's younger brother. I think that that's is that act- right? I think that's true. I was watching a behind the scenes thing, and um, the actor said that he is the younger brother. Hank Harris is Joey. And, okay, and he said that he's the younger brother. Maybe he was saying he is kind of like the younger brother for everyone. But I thought he actually said like he was Eddie's younger younger brother. He said that in the behind the I'm scenes. I'm pretty thing. sure he said that. Okay, well they they need if if that was their intention, they needed to do a better so job of it in the movie. Why is he a sexy cop? And why is he like <laughs> spreading his ass cheeks along with his brother for for the killer in about five more minutes? On Halloween, you can you don't you go can do your deepest darkest fantasies, Dave. You no don't go. Cares. I'm sorry, dude. You don't go cruising with your brother. You don't do it, <laughs> dude. Like, yeah. So like the killer stalks him in the woods, and they all show their asses to him. Right. They're like, come on, come on, man. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, oh my God. And they even see the sickle and, and Chaz goes, he's got a knife. Oh, this fucking pervert. Oh, <laughs> four perfect naked young asses. <laughs> who walks away from that? Yeah, who walks away from that? He says, <laughs> dude, I mean, like if you see someone, if you're, 
If you're at a park and you're looking for sex and somebody's got a knife, you just run. Yeah. You, you don't, you don't like make, think to yourself, oh, this must be something, this might be kind of interesting. No, someone's going to kill you. Two things here. You can either have the greatest sexual experience of your life or you're dead. Well, and I guess that's that, that that's Flip the, a coin. the risk you take. Yeah, yeah I mean, Hellbent is standing right there looking at you. <laughs> that's right. And if you see Hellbent <laughs> in the shadows, you, you, you just need to run. And you actually need to go to a place that, that's not a Hollywood party. You just need to go to like, you know, uh, Barney's Beanery or something yeah, like that. Right. Go and back a, to that cafe. Right, exactly. He's not going to get you there. He might, because apparently he can get you anywhere you go in well, this movie. B- well, that that's... Well, you're right. You're right. But he's always undercover. He's always hiding in plain sight. He's in the shadows. Yes. Yeah. So at, at the cafe, he wouldn't be able to do what he does. Uh, he'd be behind the counter or something. But he'd <laughs> oh, be no, caught. Dude, this he's, is yes. so stupid. He'd be, yes. <laughs> uh, he would uh, not get caught because he's hellbent. You can't defeat hellbent. Unless you're a citizen gun owner, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. Um, yeah. I'll just, I'm glad you brought this up. I, I guess we were going to save it for last, but, uh, you know, I, I, I gotta just say my piece right now. Okay, do it. I don't like the way this movie, the message this movie sends at the end. Okay. Um, that is, that really pissed me off. The fact that, that Eddie and Jake get out of this jam because Eddie owns a firearm. I guess he's not a citizen though. He's on the police force. He's not a cop though. He's not a well, law enforcement yeah. officer. Yeah, he's a secretary. I mean, yeah, I don't know. He he's not a like you know yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't have the ability dad's to dad's gun. He's not allowed to kill people with it. It's <laughs> it's it really it really sucks. I guess it was self defense, right? You know, Even it is. Your whole like insides got cut up. You know, you can survive that and shoot people. That's the other thing about that. Oh, yeah. yeah, we can get we'll yeah, get to we, that we, later. We will get but, there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Dude. But I mean, dude, yeah, there's a lot wrong with it. This movie sucks. <laughs> it, yeah, I think I will have to say it sucks. Yeah, no, I know. Um, there's a there's a lot wrong with it. Yeah. Um so they're at the party, walking around, it looks awesome. Yeah. They see Jake, the guy from the motorcycle from the tattoo shop, and uh they see Eddie looking at him and they're like, Oh, you like that guy? And they follow him into like the leather club. Yeah. Which is called meat. It's called meat. Which is fucking awesome. I know. I love that it's I know. called meat. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently this was a church that they shot in. Yes. And they had to clear out all the hanging corpses by Sunday service. That, like, That's oh man, awesome. that that rules. Yeah. Movie making is awesome. I know. Yeah, it's it's it always fascinates you me. You can shoot hellbent inside a church. Man, and and, and I, turn it into a leather club. I, I'm I'm shocked that the, that the church gave them I mean they obviously probably were paid off, but I mean yeah. that they that they gave them this access. Hey, we're gonna shoot an independent horror film in there in here. <laughs> um and we're gonna do all the and we're gonna have nickname perform, you know. <laughs> right, yeah. Maybe that's nickname's church. <laughs> Let's get into nickname. I love this Aaron Lewis looking motherfucker. Dude, I know. Yes, nickname is the shit. Exactly, yes. Nickname in the normals, man. Man, the song he performs is called Porno DiGiorno. (laughs) And I I wrote down the lyrics. And I I thought about, I I was like, do I say them on the air? Let's just say them on the air. Let's let's recite some poetry here. Exactly. So Porno DiGiorno. (laughs) You're the swagger, you're the strut. I'm addicted to the smut. And I really blow my nut when you take it up the butt. Now, imagine this, but like like you said, in an Aaron Lewis cadence with chunky guitars in the background. It is like, it's not new metal. Um, it's, it's, it's on like, the border of new metal, but right. it's like punk too. And he dances and struts like he's in Disturbed, kind of. Um, yeah. it, it's very, it's very exactly. 2004. Yeah. He reminds me of like Tim Capello from like Lost Boys, <laughs> yeah. Sexy Sax Man. Ex- yeah. Cause like, he's, yeah. he's a shirtless, passionate performer. Yeah, dude. Within the show, he's almost like guar in a way because he yeah. has like, like visual, uh, horror that goes with his shows. Um, at one yeah. point, like Joey is asked to come up on stage and these two guys who are like butchers put him on a slab and... And start cutting him up, like pretending to cut him up with a chainsaw. Mm-hmm. And when you, when they apply the chainsaw to Joey's torso, yeah. like blood flies and hits the audience, yeah, and hits and goes all over him. Um, it's a, it's a it's man. an awesome performance. Exactly, it's a cool show. Like I said, this movie makes you feel like you're having a great time partying. Right. I want to go to meet and watch Nick name chainsaw Joey. Why not? I want to see this. Exactly. This you're looks just, awesome. I mean, you're just in there, like like. 
crammed in there with a bunch of other shirtless guys and the 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 lighting is such that all you see the only thing that's like lit up is nickname (laughs) that's the only and and it's like a bare red light bulb almost Uh um and yeah it's it's a really quite a quite an atmosphere it's awesome dude and and like I think Colton Ford is one of the chainsaw guys. Okay. He's like was big in the scene there too. So ah, they got yeah. some names to like show up in this movie. Right. Which is awesome. And we were talking before the, the show started about like nicknames contribution to this. Mm-hmm. Um for, for one thing, the filmmakers like like they met him and he helped them kind of design the aesthetic of the movie in certain ways. Um, he introduced them to this to this particular scene of of the the queer core clubs. Yeah. Um, and obviously they they heard his music and went, oh, we need that we need that to be not only in our movie but to be kind of like the mood of the movie. Yeah. Um, and it was a good choice. It was an excellent choice because yep. it's one of the standout parts of this film. Right. Uh, the the music, the soundtrack. And when you hear Porno DiGiorno, you'll be singing it for days. After awesome. Porno DiGiorno. Porno DiGiorno. I mean, like it's you know. Wow, it, it, it's it's an awesome song. It's fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> um, so Joey's kind of, his goal of the night is to get the phone number from this guy, Jared. Right. He's kind of like the guy he, he's been like swooning over for a while. Yeah. And he, he wants to get his number. He has his number, but he has to get his number from him, which right. is kind of funny. I like that. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Um, because it's weird if you just have a guy's number randomly and you I know, call him. You and know? he and he doesn't know who you are. Yeah, you yeah. have to introduce yourself first. Yeah. Um, so he, he goes up and tries to get his number and he kind of gets humiliated a little bit. It's a weird scene because like Joey doesn't say anything embarrassing. No, you he know? kind he gives him a pre printed phone number card. Like that that's a little strange. It is. And Jared's friends comment on it about how weird it is. Right. Oh, I love that. And but but so, they're sarcastic yeah, about like it. Like Jared's friends are being kinda assholes. Right. And Jared's not being an asshole, he's kinda being polite. Yeah. But uh, these other two dicks are like ruining it because, like, yeah, it's it's a weird thing to have a pre-printed phone number, but at the same time, I mean, people exchange business cards all the time. I mean, it's not really that bizarre you know exactly it's it's an okay move and and he's also like he's such a nice dude to joey he's like after the exchange he's like okay well you guys have a great night you know and he walks away and i just thought like it's maybe it's because it's it's uh this guy's performance is just so you know kind of uh endearing yeah but it's also i you feel bad for joey because he's um uh, of all the stuff you've seen, like he always kind of takes shit from Chaz and everything like that. But then, yeah. like in this moment, he's being such a cool dude. He's a nice guy, and and you know he'd be a really good boyfriend to have if 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 you were to you'd be lucky to like meet someone like Joey on a night out. You he know, would. yeah. So he's kind of dejected here, yeah, because he thinks he blew it, right? Um, so Chaz goes with them to help him get cleaned up and collect himself, right? And they go down to like the basement bathroom, yeah, and kick out the dudes that are in there, like. <laughs> Like, Chaz is just the ultimate alpha. I He's know. like, hey, guys, we got a situation. Exactly. And, yes. and they're like, all right, we're out of here. He tells these these guys, hey, scram, you know. These and guys I, who are fooling around in the bathroom. Right. Just, all right, guys, get out. Right. What? We were here first. Fuck well, you. But, dude, there's this there's this guy with six-pack and a great cowboy hat and a vest. <laughs> I mean, you know, what? Could, he looks like one of the warriors. Well, he's the king of all the people. Men, yeah, women, I know, everybody. I know. Probably the, animals. The whole yeah. world bows he down fuck it if to it Chaz. Because yeah. that's when we, when we first meet Chaz. He's in his Jeep on the street in broad daylight having a three-way with a lady <laughs> and, a, and and her boyfriend. Who apparently he just met. He just met him. And and they, they were like, uh, I think she's, uh, I mean... They were they were in some like production of some kind, and he just like yeah pulled him off the street. Hey, let's ha- let's fuck in this jeep. Yeah, that's and, how awesome Chaz <laughs> is. Exactly, because Chaz has got it like anything. that. Yes, the guy can pull. So so he's gonna guard the door while Joey gets cleaned up in the bathroom. He's got all the blood on him still. Yes, you know, the fake yeah, blood. that's right. Yeah. So uh, he promises him he'll he won't leave, and then he sees this like Norm Macdonald looking motherfucker <laughs> and goes off with that guy. Oh no. Why, why, how was this guy so tempting out of the thousands of muscly hunks you saw earlier? Consistency, like later, Chaz tells Eddie and everyone else, like, oh yeah, Jared went in there and it's fine. 
How do you know that? You left with Norm McDonald already. I know. Exactly. How is this guy like (laughs) you? Norm McDonald. That perfect. Yes. I mean, this this really average looking dude walks by and and somehow Chaz just has to have him. And also, too, if you saw Jared go in there and you knew that, like, Joey asked him full on. Hey, look, I just don't leave me. I, I need a moment alone, but don't leave me. And you saw Jared go in there like that could that could end badly. Only if either like Joey might get humiliated again or maybe Jared's a dangerous guy. Right. You don't know. Exactly. So, you know. Fortunately, Jared goes in and, like, apologizes for what happened earlier, and he flat out says, my friends are fucking assholes. Yes. And then he says, you know, I didn't give you my number, which is awesome. You feel so good for Joey here, man. And he he gives him, and he he kisses him, and, like, you know, and it's it's really, like, like, you can tell, like... Uh, Joey is, this is a dream come true. I mean, like this, this is exactly how he wanted his night to go. Oh yeah, man. I mean, um, you know, awesome. Yes. And then Jared leaves and Joey is feeling, you know, feeling amazing. He's got the number. Oh man. And his number's up. Exactly. Because in a horror movie like this, when you're feeling your best, yeah. you know, you know what's coming because it's the middle of the film. Oh man. You know, and, and Hellbent is behind him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Here comes Hellbent. <laughs> It's a massive guy who with a, a, a massive shirtless man with tight he pants. Has Jason Voorhees powers like he just and he's, appears and he's got yeah. magic powers, too. Yes. Yeah. Um, like not literally. We're just making it up. But he might as well have. But the way he moves, the way he gets out of yeah. situations he's like he's got to have magic. Yeah. Powers, you, right? you turn around and he was just there and now he's not One that thing, kind of thing. You, you don't know anything about this killer throughout the entire movie. You don't find out anything about him. Right. Which can work, can be good in movies like oh, yeah. having the mystery i don't think it works here like i need something more here well just, like this mystical masked person if he would an eight pack and giant pecs you can ski down <laughs> yes you're right and the guy looks good yeah he does he does good looking murderer sure <laughs> um and he, and that's why he fits into the into the scene like yeah. nobody notices him because he's just another buff dude yeah um but like i know what you mean because like they because they haven't uh, laid enough of a foundation in the rest of the story, um, him him not having any kind of backstory like is is very noticeable. Yeah, like I mean, you don't need it, but like I guess it's just parts of the movie. Like there's not enough in the movie overall, right? So like the absence of anything with the killer just feels even more like prominent, and, like problematic to me. Oh, I, like, I, I, yeah, I don't really care. <laughs> yes, I, I don't care honestly. I know. And and when when Joey is uh, I I cared when Joey got Joey killed. is the only one I cared about yeah and this is probably the best kill in the movie yeah and the only one that's kind of effective I think okay I've got one later okay yeah I right. I have one other one later that I think is is like well uh, we'll, 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 we'll get okay, there when yeah. we get there All yeah right. I, yeah like he he gets Joey right after his victory right you know, and grabs him and like. I guess he puts a bag on his head. Does he do that at one point? I I don't know exactly I don't know, because he, like they cut away and you yeah. just see like the the legs in the struggle, the, the yeah. two men's legs. Well, they do well because he collects heads, right? Yes. So he he puts a bag over his head and then decapitates them and takes the bag with him. You're so, right, yeah. and the head just falls into the bag. Yeah. Um, so okay, that that that's that's a good that's a good method actually. But then uh, you see Joey like laying in the stall like headless. You right. Know? And these two guys come into the bathroom, which is so funny. The comedic relief is really good in this movie, I yeah. think. And they walk in the bathroom. They're like, oh, my God. Like, they're, like, <laughs> shocked. They think it's a gag at first. Like, who put this, like, fake corpse here? Yeah. Like, to scare us when you walk into the toilet, you know? But then it, like, convulses, and they're like, ah! Right, right. <laughs> Their screams are so awesome. I love it. And, like, you get a sense, too, of, like, you know, it's going to take a good long while for this news to get out. Because this is the basement of wherever they're at. Meat. Yes. They're, it's the it's Meat's basement. Um, <laughs> and it's going to take a while for the authorities to get there and figure out what's going on. And for the, the news to be disseminated to the rest of the party. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the other guys are out at the rest of the, at the at somewhere else in the party. And, um, like, Eddie and Jake are at some, like, carnival thing where they're doing the, where they're we're trying to fire a, a... Yeah, they're shooting BBs at a, yeah. a target. Yes. Yeah. And then they come across Chaz, who is with a lady, and he's getting blown. And um, it's, his, it's his fourth of the night, apparently, or whatever. Uh, this guy because is, like, he never ends. He just keeps taking more E. 
Yeah. And and just like goes on to the next bar. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great way to live in some ways, but it's also <laughs> like like really hollow, obviously, and it can it can't last. And when you consider that like had Chaz made it through the events of this film, it's twenty years, almost twenty years after Hellbent was made. Chaz would still be doing that at like age 45 oh, yeah, and probably. it would be really fucking pathetic. Yeah. You know, maybe that's how you create a hellbent. just from all the sex. I don't know. I'm just making shit up. Cause this movie. Okay. You, you, you're, you're trying to give yeah. it a backstory. I'm just, I, yeah. I, okay. I'm just shooting oh, okay. random ideas out there. That, that's okay, man. Um, and none of it works. <laughs> that's <so>. okay. Exactly. <laughs> well, um, here, here we get to my personal favorite kill of the movie, which Toby? is Chaz. Oh, Chaz. Yes. Okay. Um, I love Chaz's death. Um, to me, really? it's like it's the it's the best part of the movie. Um, I think it was really impressively staged and shot. Um, I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, I and I I promised at the top I wasn't going to keep talking about digital video, but I'm going to give it some praise in this in this sequence because okay. um, it's the I liked the strobe effect. You you see Chaz in the club, yeah. like uh, dancing, and it was weird that I was finally able to see for once, like. <laughs> In a strobe light was was like the 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 most visually appealing to me. Usually, it gives you like you know massive seizures and everything, uh-huh. and, and you want to kind of like t- turn away from it. But in this part of it, I was like, okay, I can finally make out the characters. I I can see what's going on. It's not mm-hmm. this like dirty dirty beer glass effect that I'm that I'm looking at uh, you know people's people's images, mm-hmm. and like in the strobe you see Hellbent appear, <laughs> and. <laughs> And uh, it's in this throng of people and Chaz is thrusting his hips and having a great time. And like the hellbent starts swinging the sickle and you don't see any of the, of the, like uh, the penetration exactly. And you're like, okay, is he just, is he just whiffing every time? And then he disappears. And then it's just Chaz like still high on his Molly or whatever. Yeah. And he all of a sudden, like he he puts his hand up and there's blood on it, and then he looks down. He's been sliced open in his torso. A velociraptor got this guy exactly. Yeah. Like he was cut about six different times, yeah. like slaughtered like a like yeah. a hog, and he starts to bleed out and goes to his knees, and Hellbent is now standing there again, <laughs> and and like no one in the in the in this all this club din is like noticing it because they think it's just Halloween gags. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Um, and I'm sorry. I was totally taken in by this sequence. Yeah. You liked it. Yeah. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he, I think it's okay until he fucking cuts the guy's head off in the middle of the dance floor. You're right. Like you're no right. one cares. No one notices. No one says anything. I guess maybe if you live in Hollywood and you know, like, like movie making, uh, yeah, like you can't excuse it. It's the Halloween party with all these awesome effects, right? And right. Events happening. I mean, there's the fucking nickname has chainsaw Joey to death on stage. Exactly. Of course, like this yeah. is gonna happen. Right. So yeah, I, I guess you're right. Yeah. People, I yeah. mean, I, I, I'll I'd, let it slide. I'd like to think that I would notice if if someone actually was How can decapitated. You fake that though, like, I mean, maybe everyone's just fucking high as hell and just. I, oh yeah, they can't. If tell, if I if guess. Chaz is this is this gone, then Some everybody else is too. Dude probably tripped over the corpse and fell on it. Probably later, so. Yeah, and that's how they realize it's actually a dead dude. Exactly. Yes. And, Maybe and the same guys from the bathroom downstairs find another decapitation. They're like, <laughs> yes. Oh my god! <laughs> right. We have to call the cops. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, and uh, honestly. Um, the harsh light of morning is going to fall on these kills at some point, and yeah. they're going to realize that it's real. But yeah, I don't know. Well, eventually the the club is shut down. Right? Yeah. So, um, so after this, we we kind of follow Toby to his death. Yes. Toby's kind of been a third wheel the whole time, right? You know, and he's wearing drag, I guess, to because he's a super good looking underwear model, right? Right. You know, is he trying to prove to himself like even when I'm dressed up like this, I can still you know pull the hottest guys maybe so yeah know. it could be just maybe yeah maybe he's, but he's challenging himself out every time he's trying to exactly do anything yes um even though he looks fantastic yeah right um, and <laughs> and like and his it's a weird moment too because he's throwing up into a barrel uh-huh. um because he's like obviously it, it, between striking out he everything he's exactly of, of his mood i think yes yeah um and he comes across uh hellbent in an alley. Walking down with a bag of heads. <laughs> He's got a bag of heads. It's it's Joey 
and Chaz's heads in these in this bag. Now he doesn't know that that's what's in there. You know he doesn't. But the okay, look, you're an experienced man in these in this yeah, scenario. Right. You've been to one of these parties before. You've been partying like this a good ten years now. You know that if you see someone by themselves, you don't know who they are, and and if if they're if you're approaching them and you're yelling toward them and they, they're not answering you yeah. and they're like totally blowing you off, you just back away. Yeah. You don't know who this guy is. Um, you don't even, even if, even if you don't suspect that he's actually dangerous, the guy's telling, you no. this is the guy, the same guy. He knows it's the guy who was in the woods. Yes. with the knife. Yes. True. He recognizes him that weird. way. Yeah. But I guess he's just like saying, you know, it's Halloween. He's just doing pranks on people and stuff. Right. So maybe, maybe, he doesn't really think there was the guy killed. There were two murders last night. You, what are you? Oh, doing? I know exactly. There, there is precedent for this. You, yeah. you know that murders have happened. Be careful. And what is the allure of this guy? Like, is he is is, is fucking he fucking hot? Okay, but is he hotter than like Chaz? Probably not. No, I don't. Know. I, I don't think he don't is. Know. And and I saw I saw twenty of him in in the club just yeah, now. Yeah, there's like eighty. Guys who look like hellbent out exactly. there without masks right. and duffel bags with heads in them. And they want to party right <laughs> and now. And they want to get down with you, yeah. Exactly. So, so go and get one of those dudes. All you got to do is say, hey, I'm, I'm Toby, the underwear model. Exactly. Exactly. And then they'll be like, oh, cool. Right. Look at, look at my chin. I look like Bruce Campbell. <laughs> right. You know? Talk about Briscoe County Jr. <laughs> <laughs> nice, dude. Nice. Dude. <laughs> Yeah. All you got to do is say, see, look at that billboard up there. There's a giant package <laughs> under that under that little tiny piece of cloth. Right. That's me. Let's go. I mean, and, yeah. And if yeah. they say, are you sure? Just pull the wig off. Yeah. Look at this. You know, Here's my ID. Exactly. Which he throws Which he, at Hellbent. He throws his driver's license Which, at Hellbent. By the way, it doesn't look right when they do this. Like the framing of it. And okay. Hellbent is like 40 feet away. Oh, he, yeah. Like, I know. He just tosses it. Yeah. Like, it just, what? He's an expert card the, thrower, the, like Ricky J. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sticks in a watermelon. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, like, it just, the, the spacing doesn't make sense. The framing and the, the cutting of the throw, and it just looks bad and it's amateurish a, you're right, you're right. filmmaking. Right I, I'm glad you brought that up yeah. because it, it bothered me it too. It really bugged me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a freaking movie snob. Sorry. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> but yeah, he's like proving that he's Toby. Yeah. And then he gets his head cut off. And you know, um it, it's goes, probably the most personal. I'll never wear drag again. Chop. Chop. Right. <laughs> it's a, it's a very personal kill. Um yeah. because like I guess I guess it's almost like Joey's um in that like it, it it was very intimate in that moment. He's very vulnerable. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um uh, and now all the friends are dead except for Eddie. Who is who is yep. like having an evening with Jake? Yeah, and they decide to go back to uh, to get the motorcycle. Exactly. I get go to another club or I don't know. Yeah, go yeah. back to the apartment. But club meat has been shut down. It's a crime scene now. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Yeah, I know someone wised up. And now the killer is back in the club. Because he's in the bowels of the club or of some. Yeah, but like, he's just in the alley. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So they sneak into the club to get the motorcycle and Hellbent chases Eddie around. And I guess he jumps over a fence or something and he's swinging this sickle at him. Right. And he hits Eddie in his glass eye and kind of scratches it, which is stupid. And did we find, did we know before this scene that he had a glass eye? Yeah. I think when he's shooting the BB gun and misses the target, that's when he explains like, I oh. had the accident. I lost my eye with the pipe or something. Oh, I didn't. Okay, so he said he lost he his eye. That's he tells the story. Like, okay. yeah, that's why I'm a fucking administrative assistant instead of a cop. Right, yeah, right. So okay, gotcha. Spend um, my time jerking off to mug shots. And- <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Maybe for Chaz. I bet he brings him home for Chaz. Of course he Yeah, yeah he shares yeah. that stuff. Yeah, yeah naturally. Like, Chaz probably puts him up to it. You know, print these mug shots of hot guys. I want them. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to wait outside the prison wall and get them when they get out. <laughs> Chaz would do that. I know he would. <laughs> <laughs> but I think this is dumb. The, the sickle hits the eye and scratches it. It's an interesting image. Yeah. But it makes no sense. It's stupid. Because, yeah. like, if he's swinging the sickle hard enough, it would just cut right through yeah. the head and the eye. Because we get a close-up of the, the the edge of the knife, like, 
hitting the eye right. and scratching it. And that, that ended up being the cover of the DVD. It is. It's um, right here. It's right here in front of us. <laughs> um, and, like, I... I I don't. Yeah, the 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 physics of the effect is is completely <laughs> yeah. implausible too. Yeah, um, and eventually, like like I guess Hellbent kind of gets spooked by Eddie's powers, I guess, and goes away. <laughs> it recedes into the, the night. Invincible eye. Exactly. Um, and so Eddie and Jake go to the police station and give statements. Yeah. And um, now I guess the police are on the hunt for for Hellbent. Yeah. And they go back to Eddie's place and. The, the whole scene of like them getting together um, is there's there's parts of it I didn't like I didn't like Jake's standoffishness um, with I don't either yeah um, the whole thing of like when he when he takes off his shirt and he's just standing there and he's obviously like inviting Eddie to come near him and yeah. then Eddie starts to like embrace him and he's like what are you doing it's like dude come on I, uh, I get that some people are into like that kind of behavior yeah when you're in those situations you know but or, you know, he's being a tease almost. But, no, he's being aggressively off-putting. Exactly. If you ask me. Right, totally. And, look, if if that's your thing, okay. But, like, we, we need to, like, uh, establish that right when we walk in the door. Listen, I'm I'm kind of into S&M, and, yeah. I'm, and I'm a dom. So, is this cool? Okay, you're good with that? All right, then here, let's do this. Yeah. You know? Um, but, yeah. I don't know. Maybe you lose the spark of the moment, then, if you do that. Well, but dude, you got... This is why we have contracts in 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 society. This is why we we have yes. like you know we, we we state our business, you know, yes. and and everyone knows what's up. Yeah, he just <sighs> handcuffs Eddie up. Like, I mean, I guess Eddie could say no, but I think Jake would still do it. He would He'd definitely like, Fuck just you, I'm handcuffing exactly because that that that's part At of his he allure. Goes to get condoms when he asks them to. Yeah, that, that, that's that's so, a nice thing. So that's good, right? But man, I'll tell you what. This part of the movie. This is the last part of the movie. Everybody. It's way too long. It is yes. prolonged. Oh, I know. Yeah, this scene. yeah, it is. It I think is. they're trying to build tension and some. There's some sexual tension building, you know, because they're they're about to get in the bed and do it. And right. Building up to that, and then is Hellbent going to get them? You know, what's going to happen? Yes. It's just way too long, though. And it culminates in like Hellbent is in the house and. <laughs> that we're calling him hellbent because i mean honestly he's an unnamed killer so there is even a practical reason for us doing this exactly yeah. we, we have a theory we, we, we think it might be nickname possibly Just, i feel like he's a little too buff to be nicknamed i thought but y- you're right the production notes on wikipedia kind of allude to this and uh-huh. we don't know for sure and he, like like we said they, they don't give the killer a name so you can't even read the credits and say oh it's this dude yeah you know so i guess it's nickname on stilts <laughs> i don't know <laughs> if that means anything yeah. to anybody yeah um <laughs> nickname on stilts <laughs> um there is a dude on stilts at the Halloween party. There though, is, like, exactly. Creeping yeah. around in an awesome costume. I man. know, right. Freaking cool, right outside of me. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, Hellbent <laughs> kills Jake, or he should have killed him. He fucking like stabs him with the sickle through his chest yes. and lifts him off the ground. You can see the blade coming out of his back. It's like it's like he's been like he's been bone tomahawked, man. Yes, like, I know. This guy is fucking I know. dead. It, you, you're not living through this. No. And in the moment, you think, okay, well, yeah, Jake's dead. Yeah. Uh, because they cut away, and now the the killer is going toward. You even see him fall to the ground. Yes, in a yeah. heap. And you're like, okay, well, he's out of the picture. And we know that Eddie is handcuffed in the bed, yeah. and the killer is on his way to the room, and like as he's about <laughs> to get hell bented, um. <laughs> Jake comes up and and beats the guy in he the head with a with like a broom. A, it's a like, baseball bat. Oh, it's a baseball bat. Yes. Okay. All right. He somehow had the strength after being wolf creaked <laughs> to yes to right? hit somebody with a baseball bat, and he knocks him out. Right. Like he takes he, him down. Exactly. He by he actually and like and Eddie gets out of the handcuffs in like a Gerald's game moment, yeah, but it's not right, like Carlo yeah. Gugino with no hand anymore. It's like, <laughs> it's like he gets out of it like really cleanly and he goes over and he starts helping and he starts, he like makes a tourniquet for Jake. Dude, no, this guy's dead. This guy is dead. He shouldn't even gotten off the floor. Right. Like, dude. I mean, yeah. It and guess sucks. what? Everybody Hellbent's not dead. Wow. And, and well, which I didn't expect if you hit him on the head with a bat, you know, no. if that was the end of Hellbent, 
fuck that. Like that's horrible. That's a bad way to end, <laughs> yes. to get rid of the villain. And and it's yeah. even it, that's even another horror trope is that like he, he the the killer is never felt you know right never dead on the first dead. one yeah. yeah. Um, and if you just hit him once and you subdue him that way, I mean, like, he's gonna, he's gonna like do the undertaker sit up stiff as a board right, attack yeah. later. Right. Paul bearer is yeah. like over there <laughs> doing a stance. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they <are>. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So he gets up and they try to escape through the fire escape, but Eddie goes to get his dad's gun. Yeah. Because like he tried to go call nine one one. Yeah. And like, uh, Hellbent had disabled the phone somehow. Yes. And um, so then well, Eddie... He, he unplugged the base station. Which this is... This is 2004, geez, everybody. That's that's what you did. Yeah. Like, wouldn't the battery still work in the in the receiver? No, I think it just it's just like an RF signal or something that goes oh, back to okay, the base. Okay, okay, okay you're right. this isn't a cell phone. This is just a portable house phone that has to be connected to your... But I thought that, you know... Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're I right. I forget how 2000s technology works. With me, me telephone too. Yeah. landlines, folks. I, I I could swear that like the receiver <laughs> had a battery in it, and like it would last for hours and w- as it does, long as. But I I don't think it's connected to the phone line. It has oh, to, it has oh. to send the signal back to the base. Okay. Okay. You're right. You're right. So the base still has Everybody to be plugged out in. there. The most important question coming away from this movie <laughs> is how did landlines work, dude? <laughs> we we fixate on these. <laughs> ridiculous details sometimes yes um well when there's nothing else worth you know fixating true right (laughs) anyway eddie goes to get his gun because the phone didn't work (laughs) and uh eddie got his gun exactly he goes into this like he goes in the closet and there's this plastic like tupperware thing with a gun and bullets in it where my dad kept his weed i mean dude it's like this is not (laughs) gun store like this is not safe gun storage (laughs) you know it just isn't (laughs) <laughs> I wouldn't trust Chaz around that. No way, dude. No. no. He's going to get it out and play with it all the time and, and, and like fling it He's around. He's jizzed on it. Like, this guy's <laughs> insane. Yes, dude, exactly. The guy's... Yeah, it's Chaz... a misfire. Chaz is bad news. <laughs> yeah. You know? And... Eddie gets it out and he's fumbling with it with like a bunch of bullets in his hand and it's a revolver that he's trying to load. Right. And the killer grabs Jake... And is and is like out on the fire escape with him because he's like gone, they've gone through the windows now. Yeah, and he pushes Eddie out. Eddie's got the gun and he's like still got the handcuff on his one arm, yeah. which wraps around somehow the fire escape. And he's hanging by Ooh. the on yeah. the fire escape by Ouch. the handcuff, like your shoulder is separating hanging, exactly, and your your hand is probably going to sever at some point. Yeah, because it just can't handle the weight of a of a grown man like this. Right, he's um, going to be Gugino'd. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> um, but and and also it's important to note that the uh, the killer has has plucked Eddie's glass eye. Not has he? Yes. Okay, In the yeah. struggle, it happened. Yes, yes. He he plucked it out of his socket by licking it. Yes. He licked it out of his head, which is important later for the last shot. Um, And why would he do this though? I'm curious. I think he had fetishized somehow like Eddie's glass eye because he knew that the eye stopped him. Yes. Maybe he's, Takes his eye and now he can kill him. And now he's like sort of, he's sexually excited somehow by this. I I don't know. But he, the killer now has Jake in his clutches and Eddie while hanging by the handcuff has to kill Hellbent and somehow not kill Jake. Right. And he shoots Jake. Yeah. Jake, who has been impaled by a sickle earlier and is somehow still alive. There should only be half of his body hanging there. I mean, like, yeah, it, it like, should just be like, yes, he, exactly. Like when T-1000 gets blasted and splits oh into pieces. Oh my God, yes, like, yes. That's what Jake should look like. Right. Based on what happened to him. He's been, yeah, he's like, his, his head should, <laughs> yes, exactly. His whole torso should be bisected. Yeah. Um, but instead, he's just still talking. And breathe, taking breath. That paper um, towel helped a lot. <laughs> you're you right, know? exactly. I forgot about that. <laughs> yes, uh, that that amazing dressing apparently that yeah. Eddie was able to put on this wound. Uh-huh. Um, but eventually, like after four or five shots, Eddie does hit the killer yes. in the head. Yep. Um, and uh, now Jake is safe, right in the forehead. Man. Yes, the middle of the forehead. And just like every other movie of this kind, that 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 you know, for the moment, at least neutralize the killer. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, Jake is sitting there. Eddie goes up to him and then they kiss. Yes. They finally yeah. kiss. Cause they, they kiss. hadn't kissed before. Right. Um, like they, because they, Jake won't let him. Right. Jake, Jake just kept like, you know, grabbing his mouth and stuff like, like I that. Said, and, like, it's, they, 
you can be a tease. It's fine. Right. But man, you're really off-putting here. Yeah, the guy's really being a jerk. I would tell him to leave if, if this was going on like this. Yes. I, I'm, sorry, dude. I, I know exactly. Sorry. I, I, I like to kiss men. Right. <laughs> Enough, you know. Um, and... So you you cut like like you like you normally would in a movie like this where wherever like the police are there now and everybody's like got blankets wrapped around yeah. them and stuff like that yeah. and, it's the end like, and die hard exactly yeah. um, and like uh, Eddie's sister walks up and she's like you know hey you doing okay uh, blah 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 and stuff and uh, they they wheel the the they wheel Jake into the um, ambulance yeah and he makes a really stupid comment about how like you know Eddie looks like a pirate now because yeah. he's got his eye patch on it's cute um, I think Eddie <laughs> looks fantastic. In in the eye patch, and I think that was a stupid line of Dude. like you look like a pirate. I, I don't like that. That that was like that was like something out of Friends. I don't care for. You look it. like a sexy pirate. Ex- you, exactly. That's I'm, what it is. Yes, I'm really turned on right now looking yeah. at you like this. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna lick your eye out. Next. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but now, um, after Eddie, after Jake goes in the ambulance, the killer is wheeled by on his gurney, and apparently he's still alive. Yeah. After this headshot. Eddie's sister's there. She's like, we got you, motherfucker. Yep. You're going to get a go to jail. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever she so, says so, to him. Something like that. Right. Yeah. And then he's like, he's alive? Um, And the killer opens his mouth to, like, taunt Eddie. Yeah. And he's got the glass eye in there. It's like he's holding a piece of, like, rock candy between his teeth, yes. you know? Oh, my God. Cue Texas Terry and end credits. The only good part about this ending... Is when Texas Terry hits. It was so welcome. Yeah. I, I was just like, oh, yeah. yeah, we get to hear that song again. Yeah. But the ending fucking sucks. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It is stupid. We've said a bunch about how conventional right. this movie is. Right. And, I mean, it doesn't get any more conventional than, oh, no, he's still alive. You know, it, it, every every horror movie like that, that involves a slasher um like there were so many franchises that everyone who ever made one had to at yeah. the end leave the possibility open for a second movie. Yeah. There and there were so many failed uh franchises that way. I mean, and so it, it's not it's not that much of a surprise that like the film the makers of Hellbent would say, "Hey, we got we got a a, hell, a whole Hellbent series on our hands." Yeah. It, it would be natural for them to think that, but they had to know just by watching the the dailies and the finished product that, yeah. well, maybe maybe it's not really in the cards, you know. But I know they were hoping to do a sequel, sure, and that that sucks because the two survivors of the movie are the two least interesting characters. Um, yeah, I agree. Um, I I yeah, you're right. I much prefer the other three dead friends. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. Eddie's okay. He's an okay guy. He's okay. But like Joey is a truly c- cool dude. Um, Chaz is an I, interesting man. I like Toby a lot. And I Toby, know more about Toby. I know actually. exactly. He he was he was also like at, at one point he like asked to go. Hey, do you play any sports? I was like, hey, okay, yeah. I yeah. I, I bet I bet Toby likes to shoot hoops. He probably can you know like <laughs> playing soccer. Exactly. You know? He's probably got some arm talent there too. I, I, I on the football field. So yeah, let, let's see him throw the ball. Yeah. Uh, yeah but no, it's. Unfortunately, only Eddie survives, and and this guy Jake, who is like going out of his way to be a sexy drifter. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, whatever, whatever. <laughs> um, anything else, Dave? Um, the the guy who plays uh, Chaz is named Andrew Levitas, and um, I'm I'm ashamed I didn't know more about him before we saw this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's had quite a career, like as a producer after this. Um, a lot of really? tons of movies and he's worked with like, you know, all the luminaries. I mean, like, like big time stuff. Um, huh. and he's directed a couple of movies too, but I was really just taken aback and he's, he's been a, a also a professor of film and, and acting and everything. He's, wow. he's had a really good career. Um, and also just, um, I can't say enough again about, about the music in this movie. Um, if, if nothing else, like just, just check out texas terry and nickname yeah. and 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 add that stuff to your playlist because it'll go yeah. right in it's amazing stuff check out uh what, what's the name of that track again dave uh, uh porno di giorno porno di giorno yeah awesome song yes <laughs> I, I know he's got another song called i fucked your boyfriend <laughs> I, I haven't listened to it but i know that that's one of his songs so nice dude i'm sure he's got an awesome catalog <laughs> All right, so would you recommend the movie, Dave? Um, no, I, I, I can't recommend this movie. Um, there, there's, there's a lot in this movie that, that we, we had fun with. Yeah. But um, there's tons of movies that are like in the same genre that are more worth your time than this. Yeah, I would agree. 
Um, there's some stuff here that's not bad, but I think overall it's not a great movie. Right, it's missable. Yeah. So that wraps things up. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to the show anywhere you get your podcast. Rate it, review it, and most of all, share it. That gets more dudes listening to The Dudes. And you can also go to dudesonmovies.com and find anything you need right there. Yeah, and we're on Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, look for Dudes on Movies. And our email address is dudesonmovies at gmail.com. That's right. And we have a question of the week, Dave. Try to spit this one out. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what are your favorite slasher films that don't involve Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers, Leatherface, Jason Voorhees, <laughs> Ghostface, or <laughs> Pinhead? <laughs> I don't know why, everybody, but I'm so tickled by this <laughs> question that Dave came up with. I loved it. Um, call into the voicemail 628-400-DUDE. That's 628-400-3833. And let us know your answer to whatever he just said. <laughs> <laughs> and stay tuned next week when we do 1996's Bound, directed by the Wachowskis and starring Gina Gershon and Jennifer Tilly. So until next week, I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And we'll see you next time.